Hello everyone, Coach Gus Wins here and to all the listeners of Jobber Talk with Martin, I wish you and I greet you all a Merry Merry Queensmas and a Happy New Year! Jobber Talk with Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Yo, it's Martin from Jobber Talk, and this is our MWF review episode. Sadly, some technical difficulties happened in the first few minutes of my talk with John as we review MWF Nochebrena got cut off. But since I have no time to retrieve that part, and we have to finish this out by Sunday because I have to edit a few more interviews, we'll make do. So, yeah. We reviewed and we watched and covered MWF's last show of 2017, MWF Noche Buena, which was live at the MCS Arena, Makati Cinema Square Arena, last December 9th. Uh, the main event was Ho Ho Lun versus Robin Sane, and we were hyped going into that place because, hey, it's not every day that we see a former WWE wrestler perform here in the Philippines. And our first match review was the first match. It's the four-way match between Frankie 13, Morgan Vaughn, Aldrin Richards, and Angelo Silva. Now, we both enjoyed this, this match. And John noted that, yeah, this was a nice continuation from the rivalry between Angelo Silva and Aldrin Richards. And for Frankie 13 and Morgan Vaughn during the very first match they had back in, what, the first MWF show? Uh, he did note that it was strange that they threw them all in one match. But at the same time, this was, I said, this was the very first four-man match in MWF. So it's quite much of a history-making match. And yeah, enjoyable match. The second match really surprised us as first, Brother Jomar arrived at ringside, but there was no sign of Moises Liwanag, uh, who... I know John is a big fan of and because it's the fact that Moises is one of the more charismatic characters in MWF right now. He did note that this pace of the second match was rather slow and we know that maybe because it's the debut match of Jomar and that maybe it's been what two years since um, John Sebastian has wrestled in this type of match and uh, i mean in this type of ring in mcs so maybe they were working out the kinks on the fly but basically we had a good time so now i leave you with the rest of our mwf noche buena recap here's myself and john here we go okay so yeah um yeah the noticeable absence of moises liwanaga sort of deflated it a bit you know it's kind of hoping to see uh, that Jesus versus Moses yeah. thing yeah, Chinese <laughs> Jesus versus Pinoy Moses uh, <laughs> and yeah we have PWR's most charismatic wrestler against MWF's most charismatic wrestler you, you couldn't you couldn't have this at the perfect time and yeah. not buena. yeah actually but I guess if something happened maybe it's gonna happen soonish um, yeah, hopefully, I'm. Uh, hopefully, it, it's just a work. But yeah. if it isn't, because it, it, the the commentary they gave the somalangit na sort of lends a certain permanence to it. Yeah, yeah. it feels like they killed them off. But it's Moises, so 
maybe he comes back from the dead after three shows yeah, and, and he'll be standing opposite side of the lord and savior <laughs> i don't know i don't know uh, hopefully yeah. he comes back yeah me too so yeah uh, after that is our good friends better enemies match it's the gig striker versus uh fabio makisig yeah yeah okay although I, i didn't get the the good friends better enemies thing i didn't even, i didn't Did they highlight the history between these two guys anywhere? Yeah, uh, when there was a video playing, if you could, if the video had better, if the screen had better quality, it was a video package showing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before the match, uh, just on Facebook Live. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, it's one of those left field things. Like, uh, why? Why is this suddenly a distraction that works? Hmm. It's not something they established during the shows. During the show, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this the striker Makisig match, lots of cool spots, um, s- thrown off by way too much meta commentary from Makisig. It, it yeah, the, too too much of it, sort of takes you out of the match. Okay. Yeah, it makes you focus on how silly it all is rather than hey, look, it's a match, it's a cool match. So, sort of didn't like that. That was. To me, that detracted from the match quality uh, or the experience of the match. Plus, because Giggs, car- uh, Giggs never broke kayfabe, never went meta. He sort of got geeked out a bit. Uh, he, he, it made him look uh, stupid, essentially. Okay. Yeah, or made him, made him look silly. So, plus, it doesn't feel... Yeah, it, it just makes the Makisig character splatter all over the place. Like... So what is he really? He's he's vain. Is he trying to be witty? Uh, is he this underpaid guy that they, that they were trying to push him as uh, later on in the show? And uh, so, so yeah, that, it, it just it becomes all over the place. That wants to pose for your f- for your camera, <laughs> John. Uh, actually, it's not so much that. Yeah, it's it's the true. too much meta commentary. Okay, too meta yeah. for it. Actually, that that stuff. It's let the fans do it like let the fans talk about how gig striker talks too much yeah uh, do it in the middle of a match you sort of yeah you don't don't smark out in the middle of the ring okay right. um so the next match is also part of queens worldwide it's going to be rex lawin finally facing ninja ryujin yeah yeah actually they they the build for this one was uh was okay they had a face off yeah. at the end of the last show uh, last last show but last last show yeah. Ryujin was like noticeably missing yeah. the show before yeah like well, they didn't have stuff for him I guess uh, yeah. and I think was he undefeated prior to this uh, no no ah right yeah they, yeah they had a loss he lost to Fabio Makisig in the first show oh okay um, I didn't remember that uh, but this match yeah I felt a they, they gave Ryujin some offense but Beyond like the token kicks and the suplex, a bit squash-ish, okay. which is probably good because of what they had coming next. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, because yeah, at the end of the match, you had the Australian guys, uh, TNT and Conan, mainly TNT, challenging Rex Lawin championship match next year. Yeah, next year. Because currently, um, TNT Greg Vance is holding two belts. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Australian Championship and the Commonwealth. Commonwealth yeah. So 
if Rexla win win. He has two belts and it's not even MWF's belts. Yeah, it'll be a balik bayan what? A balik bayan and it'll be a literally OFW status when he defends it in Australia. Yeah, yeah. So I I get why they had to make Rex Lawin look strong. Okay, yeah. And still yeah, one of the again, it was enjoyable to be in the crowd when there's a Lex La uh, Rex Lawin match. Because I really oh, love the, the chance. I really love their next Lawin chance. I find it amazing that one part of the crowd was legitimately chanting Rex, 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 and the next part saying no. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Uh, it felt like uh, uh, I don't. I don't really wanna. Okay, get yeah. In uh, I don't wanna be too disparaging, but uh, yeah. It, it, it felt like I think we'll have. It was deliberate. Uh, okay. Just to be contrarian, you know, that that section. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Um, uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, well, yeah. I enjoyed the chant. Uh, okay. And the funny, the funniness of juxtaposing <laughs> a guy who screams Pino Filipino strong style, and he's mocked with the Andrew stuff and and the high pitched voice. So that was that was really funny. I loved I loved it. I loved it. I like how he he really plays to it, Rob. Yeah. Instead of being pissed, like, oh look at them, he they're chanting for me, they're chanting for me. What are they chanting to you, ninja? It's <laughs> <laughs> like oh, nothing. <laughs> well, that's a problem with masked wrestlers, yeah, uh, especially masked wrestlers who have no who have, don't have the the mouth part cut off. Okay. Yeah, they can't really talk. They can't really put themselves out there. Their personalities out there. All they really have is the ring work. Mm -hmm. And uh, unfortunately for Ryujin, it's the sort of match we're in. He won't get much ring work. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how do you think this situation is gonna play out? Like TNT versus Rex? I don't know. Uh, it's just TNT tired of lugging two belts around. Hmm. Uh, True customs. <laughs> True customs. Uh, Rex can help him out. Yeah. Rex can help. Yeah. Uh, I'm. I for one am excited because this is pretty interesting. Not. It's like not just international. It's also. This is the first. I think unless MWF will have a title match in the next show. They don't even have a title yet. Yeah. This. This is gonna be their first literal title match if it. Supersedes uh, if it does not succeed an MWF title belt match. It's oh, a very interesting note in MWF's history if this pushes true first. Yeah, which is why I think uh, it's unlikely that Rex Lowen goes over. Ah, oh, sad. Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible, I'm just saying it's unlikely. It's unlikely, yeah, but there um, is a chance. Yeah, there, there probably is a chance, especially if uh, TNT is looking to. Expand this market. They're trying mm -hmm. to to drum up interest in the Philippine market. It's true. Uh, uh, speaking of a former, uh, actually, uh, that is something curious. I think, like with PWR, how how many shows in before they introduce the championship belt? Well, Renaissance, Terminus, Vendetta, Revo X. Like fourth or fifth show, I might be wrong, but it happened in Revo X 2015, right. which is their fourth or fifth show. 
yeah. So at this point, they should be working up towards debuting a belt. Just give the boys something to fight over. Yeah. yeah. Or is it like either funds or they're not too many yet? I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, at this point, with all the talent they put on display in this last show, I think they have enough, they have enough. to compete for one belt. Yeah. yeah. They don't. They don't need an undercard belt. And especially like there's already the sound guy who wasn't there. Yeah. And the one who we saw in the next match, I'll take over from here. Uh, wait, no, we forgot. TNT's partner, uh, Conan. Apparently, he played the mountain in Game of Thrones season one. I didn't know that. Uh, and I don't watch Game of Thrones, so do you? I'd watched the first season, but I don't remember the mountain playing a prominent role there yet. It yeah. was in the later. Mountain, mountain. Yeah, yeah in the later seasons, yeah, especially when I had to fight the Viper. I think that was his moment. Yeah, so wow, very yeah. small dose of trivia. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Guy was huge. And on my Curious Cat, someone said that he also played a couple of roles here in the Philippines, GMA. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. He probably, it's probably expats here. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Rod lives the expat life here. Because so. I remember that's what they do if they need like a white guy or, or any foreigner, really. Uh, they It's cheaper to look for an expat who's willing to do like an afternoon's work for a few hundred bucks, a few thousand bucks, okay. instead of going through a casting agent. Uh, yeah, uh, or getting a, a foreign model mm. or a foreign talent. So it's, it's, it's just easier to pluck an expat off the street who's willing to work for a few bucks. But this guy has GOT but credentials. Yeah, he has GOT. Yes, GOT credentials, yeah. So I think it's a higher asking price. Maybe, maybe as an agent, maybe. Mm, uh, yeah, but yeah, we're just okay. But yeah, that very interesting trivia, huh? Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. Next match, it was I thought would be Kelsey versus Lucha. Yeah. Uh, it it turned out to be the returning Ashura versus mm. Kyle Season. Uh, I'm just gonna say at first I was rooting for Kyle Season. and then he turned heel when he took off his sweater and yeah. he became a Kaka Ibro. Yeah, and then he just kept slapping. Her. I'm like, why? Well, why? Well, I, I can sort of discern a, a reason why. Is it like? Do you think it's a Jekyll and Hyde gimmick with this? I think game? it's just badly booked. Okay, it's just out it's just, of nowhere. Yeah, it's just badly booked. It's just okay. bad storytelling because I I know why they did that okay. because to test Kyle out. No, no, no. no. Uh, one thing I I mentioned this before. Okay, you can't have the smaller girl work heel. Ah. Yes, um, again, uh, this this had the same. I have the same when it started out. I had the same feeling as during that Crystal versus Bolt match. Oh Bolt. yeah, the yeah. one you said that it looks like um. Basically, it's it's Malena in a wrestling ring. Yeah, uh, coming of age story. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah, you saying that. A young man who <laughs> encounters a woman for the first time, but it started out as that, and uh, you are tempted to root for the little guy who who is like a proxy for every young man who had to learn about women the hard way but yeah the the mid-match gets so free Nick heel turns because he took his shirt off that was bad uh, and yeah. mainly because they needed to get Ashra cheered because do you really in this environment do you really really want to be seen cheering a guy beating a girl up no not really right 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 I would with the, all these allegations prop, 
popping up. Left and right. Left and right. Yeah. So which is why oh, it, these uh, intergender matches are, or what do you call the intergender, right? Yeah. This is yeah. yeah mixed matches. The tag mixed matches. Yeah. yeah. That, like these intergender matches are becoming increasingly silly and unnecessary. Well, I've never been a, a huge fan. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, we get her first win after that draw. It's like an electric. Where were you when this happened? Yeah, it's sort person? of like a very soft electric chair. Chair and then a bridging. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, like, I don't like know. He fell into a bed. <laughs> I don't know how it's called. I have no idea. Okay, I didn't okay. but yeah. Anyway, if we um, can time it perfect, if, if it would be. Yeah, she could probably do it, do it yeah. against somebody who weighs less. Then Kyle Season. Yes. Damn. Okay. That's. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. I think we naturally take some time to to discuss yeah, though this nice. women's thing. I think we were talking about this earlier. PWR and MWF. There's there's some cross promotion there. Yeah, the the Queens guys appeared and then at the PWR show, John Sebastian, Sebastian appeared here. here. But if if they were really going to indulge in that sort of cross fertilization of talent. What they really should consider is their women's division. I think both women's division need it. Uh, you have paper thin women's rosters, especially MWF, who's, who just has Ashura, who's one star, as one wrestler. Who debuted, Balang. Yeah, okay. debuted, and PWR has like two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do have in boot camp, but how soon? Yeah, yeah, but you know, that, that, that'll take some time. Yeah. But you have three seasoned, well, somewhat seasoned girls here. Uh, overall, in the entire scene, not counting if you know, they would, I don't know how many women the, the new fans gonna come up with. Same. Yeah. So. And if at most, I'm guessing two or three at most. At least they have two or three that they they'll probably have fight each other. Yeah. Now it's, it's it's important that the women's wrestlers get a feel of fighting or wrestling other women because uh, I think it it boosts confidence and also allows them. To be their own thing instead of you know sideshows to the men's matches. Yeah, and I, I saw Crystal's match in Malaysia mm. on YouTube, pretty good compared to her competitors there. Yeah, and that that's the thing. If you're doing, she's more comfy. I th- you can see it. Yeah, and I think yeah they'll they'll, uh, like that APCC botch. but that was oh sorry what's that uh, the six man tag. Yeah, actually uh, I'm I'm happy that Ken Warren's coming back. And he I should, okay. men- should okay. mention that I'm happy that Ken Warren's coming back. But when when that that video in APCC, you saw uh, was Ken Warren pushing himself over because to sell the uh, crystal clothesline on okay. the rope. Yeah, okay. yeah. So to, if you have to go a bit over the top to sell. just to sell, just to make the move look credible, because honestly, as that clothesline looks weak as hell. Uh, Ken Warren had to work doubly hard to make it look impactful. You'll have an issue on the men's side and on the women's side. That's why you have to have the women wrestling each other. And I think they missed an opportunity in the, in the cross-promotion bit because, as you mentioned, that match in YouTube, I have Crystal in a, like a three-way. For or, no, the, before that, the one that led up to the three-way that yeah. happened the same time as MWF's event. Yeah, but even before that, if they were really planning on doing some cross-promotion work, uh, if... Crystal was gonna compete in something called the Queen of Asian Wrestling. I think it was something like that, right? Uh, maybe a, a, a Queen of Asian Wrestling type thing. They could have fought with Robin first, and then yeah, yeah, they could have won. had a three-way with Robin, Crystal, and oh, Ashura awesome. to determine 
who was the queen of Philippine wrestling before we sent somebody to compete for who would be queen of Asian wrestling. Mm. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and in that three-way, I'd probably rooting for Ashera. I mean, it's just, it's just, she just has the best gimmick. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. Uh, you have a wrestler, you have a, uh, a ninja, a kitsune. Yeah. Uh, and then a punk. Uh, you have a, a kitsune, you have a, a leather princess, uh, and you have a tumbler chick. Okay. Uh, but all three of those, I'm rooting for the ninja. Okay. Yeah, I like the mask. Reminds me of Kunimitsu. Yeah, Thank actually, uh, there's a lot of merchandising possibility. Probably uh, oh, a lot of for yeah, Ashura. Uh, merchandising possibilities with a mask like that. Like you see the stuff in Balor comes up with just just this is his face paint. Yeah, this is face paint. Mask. Yeah, if, if she comes on on if he enters to a different mask every time, he'd sell replicas of that. Anyway, so let's go on to the main event. Yeah. Um, it is. The much-awaited match of Hoholun taking on MWF's Robin Sane from the get-go. My God, missile dropkick to the corner, dove to the outside, grabs Robin Sane, tosses him to the pile of chairs. It was already wow. Yeah, uh, intense. Yeah, that's how uh, in, in storytelling. Uh, one of the things I was taught when we were writing for. Or TV or first screen the first thing you do is to hook your audience and you do that by grabbing them by the balls I think this was did. an example of that Whoa. you come out of the missile drop you can toss somebody over the ropes in the span of the dive. first minute and then <laughs> yeah I mean uh, and I like this I guess we never saw the side of Hoholun in, in the cruiserweight classic or in the nah. NXT <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing what he could do and the the chains are, or the shackles are unleashed. That's intense. <laughs> I know, I mean, he was so intense. He grabbed that freaking Jollibee, what, bag and put it over the face yeah. of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he kicked him. Right? Oh. It, was, it was really good. I really love this match. Match of the night, definitely. Uh. Um, uh, yeah, so Ho Holland was on fire. Robin Sane mm -hmm. held his own. Oh, yeah. yeah, and... Uh, some of the spots were just brutal. Like I think I took a picture of uh, the one where he stepped on Robinson's face. Head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. That was that was pretty good. Uh, and the, my only real uh, complaint is, I guess it's just a it's bit embarrassing that the ring. Yeah, it's the oh, ring. Okay. Like you could tell Ho Ho Lin was used, used to taking the 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 wrestling ropes for granted. Like he charges for his entrance, he charges up the ropes to do his pose. And he almost fell off this time because the ropes were not taut enough to yeah. hold his weight or to hold the force with which he goes up the ropes. So I just, I guess I felt a bit embarrassed by that, but the, the match was fantastic. They may do. They yeah, may they do. may do. They may do. And then uh, I'm not sure if I saw it in the CWC, <coughs> but was that the same uh, German suplex he did to win the first match before? Or. On saying he, he lost the CWC. He lost in the first round, I think. Yeah. Or did he? Oh, we no, won. He won. He won. He won against. Yeah, him. yeah, yeah. That's the same move, I think. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I remember now that you mentioned it. I remember thinking at the time that, that isn't this Tazawa's move? <laughs> so I was like, oh, they all have the same moves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Tazawa is slightly different. Yeah, so yeah. Makes different. it very quick. Yeah, this one's ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I felt the pain when he did. <laughs> yeah, which is effective. So yeah, you think uh, 
overall, is this for you the best MWF show, top to bottom? Uh, or there's still something that you can say, nah, well, I think this a is a good main event, but this is better. Um, I'd like to say that this was the most mature MWF show, except that there were a lot of production botches, like oh, the, the delays and the, the, the sound, sound system, system, stuff like that. But in terms of booking, I mean, it's probably uh, second to the last match aside, probably the their best book show. Best book show. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I enjoy the main event as well and uh, the first match. Yeah. Which was good that they kept the momentum from the first. It went out, started with a bang, ended with a bang. Cause yeah. it should be that way. And yeah, and uh, you can tell a lot of stories coming out of this event from uh, the continuation of Shelva versus Richards, mm -hmm. or even Thirteen versus Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, you could tell the ongoing saga of Brother Jomar trying to film Moises Lewanek oh. shoes. Uh, the of course Queens Queens worldwide, worldwide or nationwide uh, I don't know yeah the, Mary the Queens, Queens group Mary Queens must thank you for the free candy yeah the, <laughs> the Queens group versus the rest of the roster led by Gig Striker and Robin Sane uh, you can even tell stories with the the Mr. Lucha angle like yeah he's now the master of what the sensei no, yeah, he, he had some words I remember you showed me the, the some of the I think some of the reaction to his words about yeah, uh, some uh, people are in this for the likes, likes and, the, and yeah. the shares and whatnot yeah, and then so there's some reaction on social media I don't know if it's a work but I yeah. think it's a promising way to build a storyline because you have grizzled vet yeah, grizzled pure vets, wrestler like the Rip Rogers egg in my yeah. days yeah 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 Rip Rogers type yeah. uh, now you gotta start from the bottom yeah the Jim Cornette yeah the Jim Cornette yeah. okay Versus Mr. Flippy Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Flippy Shit. Yeah, like old versus new, young, oh uh, uh, young and cutting edge versus uh, stable tradition. So, I, and uh, here's uh, another thing: Mr. Lucha's mask is open mouth, so he can ah, talk. Yes, he, so can he can talk. He can project some charisma. That's yes. something that Ryujin and Ashura don't have. So, yeah, because yeah. they're covered in the mouth. Yeah. Okay. But uh, Ashura has the advantage of being pretty, so that'll doesn't and she projects well, so that, yeah, that she has a good look. So that'll mitigate some of the non-talking factor. Okay. I'm not so sure about Ryujin though. No, I don't think that's gonna work for very long. Okay. And um, so yeah, uh, any final thoughts going into 2018 for MWF? Hmm. Hopefully they have a really good. 2018 yeah because uh, they're establishing an identity I think I've mentioned this before they're further along towards an identity than PWR is at this stage at this stage okay. yeah PWR is more money more production value but I get the feeling that they still can't decide who they are MWF I think is closer to deciding who they are and I hope that continues for next year so they're going there yeah I, th I hope that first they get a championship belt to give the roster something to fight for mm -hmm. that is the first priority second is the ring I hope they get a better ring yeah sadly if it's the better ring yeah that's probably gonna cost not, a lot of money and yeah. we're not gonna be an MCS anymore yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah there's always a little something lost and you leave MCS yeah uh.
Yeah. But I don't, hey. I, don't, I don't think it's going to be as. Actually, it might be actually because the, remember the, when PWR moved out of MCS, what you missed was the fact that there were some people drinking in the crowds. So it was kind of raucous. Yeah. Yeah. When they went to I Academy, suddenly it became very prim and proper and PG. Um, but here, what will change? I think is that if you look at it now, I think I've also mentioned this after the show. MWF because it's so early and it's still in the support Philippine wrestling phase. MWF is a show that is shown mostly to other wrestlers. Yeah, because most of the watchers are are also wrestlers. Friends who are wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's sort of like the independent gig scene where it's mostly these guys and their friends watching each other. Sounds like our org scene. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this was a, a show that played up. To the fact that its audience were very knowledgeable because they're all wrestlers too, yeah. and I think <laughs> if they leave MCS, they get more mainstream exposure. That sort of charm might disappear, but um, if they are successful in establishing an identity, then it it will matter. Like establishing the brand first. Yeah, if they establish like uh, who they are, then we can probably we can probably withstand losing that particular charm. They can, uh, you can now ride on an identity rather than uh, on, the, on the charm. And in this brand identity, does it have to sacrifice individual identity of the characters, or no, not much? Not really, because this is something that is determined by the characters you have. It's, you don't shape your characters by it. It's usually it usually happens by the characters you already have and the players the you have in. Yeah, they've the characters they've consciously cultivated. So we have the high flyer. Robinson. Yeah, you have uh, yeah. All of their gimmicks are very, very Pinoy, mm-hmm. uh, except, well, uh, all of it, except for the ninjas, and uh, yeah, <coughs> even their even their Mister Lucha is a very Pinoy Lucha. Yeah, Pinoy that. Lucha. Yeah, he's big. He's, uh, uh, he talks a lot. He uh, the what, Philippine flag motif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he has his own style. Definitely. He doesn't look like too many luchadors I've ever seen. And then uh, in the young guys, we have uh, La Luna Sangre and Angelo. Yeah, and, uh, yeah and I think that's important. Like, I'm sure there are a lot of gimmicks that would look like or would fly in a Philippine context that won't fly anywhere else. Mm. And I think MWF is in a better position to explore that than any other federation right now. And I think they're leaning towards that. Like. I don't think I could have imagined Moises Liwana get PWR. Okay. Yeah. How about a, a uh, for the rookie? Who do you think for you currently? Rookie? Really, Moises, who rookie of the year for MWF? Yeah, yeah. Oh, technically, yeah, they are. They're all, all, are all rookies. rookies. Oh, yeah. Definitely, so. Moises. Gimmick wise, yeah, yeah, it's just compelling stuff. Yeah, and then we actually have a wrestler in Brother Jomar. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is, though, cool. it's not the wrestling you're going to miss. It's the presence. It's the presence of voices. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for having us cover MWF. And thank you guys for listening. Catch us next episode, John, because it's going to be big. We're going to have the interview with Ho Holun and TNT Greg Bounds. And that's it. Uh, don't forget, guys, to... Follow Channel 14 on the Twitter, that's at CH14. Don't forget to subscribe to Jobber Talk and Channel 14. Help us unsuck by being a monthly patron. Yes, that can be your 2018 goal. 
Be a monthly patron at patreon.com slash channel14. And we would like to thank Greg in this MGT? MGT Studios. In MGT Studios for having us drop by here and record this MWF Noche Buena episode. Take care. And if you reach this part, this is the off-tangent segment. So, uh, we would like to reserve this time to admit that we have a problem, John. Sorry. John and I and most of our friends are all addicted to this game called Warframe. Yeah. So when did your addiction start, John? I was, I, was, I was always looking to try it. I've been looking to try it for a while. For a while. <laughs> then uh, I think I saw... Migs, actually, Migs told me to yeah, play. Yeah, Migs, me too. Yeah, I was yeah. saying, yeah, it's okay. If someone has a PS4 and Warframe, I might. Yeah, actually, uh, it was free to play on PC, and I always known like Paolo was always playing it beta, even if it was still in the beta before the planes of Aidolon. Yeah, nice. yeah, he was always been playing it, so I was always already curious back then. So when I joined up, man, it was pretty good actually. I know it's addictive. Uh-huh. I joined up due to peer pressure and the fact that one of us has a PS4 as well. Mm. So we can squad up. Yeah. I'm currently building a Rhino. You have your Rhino? Yeah, I also have a ha- uh, an Oberon. Nice. Uh, and I'm also... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting. I still have to buy space because I, have to, I want to build it. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Are you going to use Plat to make your own room now for the dojo? <laughs> nah. Leave that to Norm. <laughs> yeah, Norm. <laughs> yeah, I don't, really, I don't really need a dojo room. So yeah, guys, uh, before we end, John's on PC for Warframe. I'm on PSN, PS4. We need help. So yeah, Add, hit us on the DMs if you want to join and squad up on certain missions, man. If you, you can actually, if you want, uh, I can join your video game podcast if you need another body. Yeah.